Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to Hey Y'all Hey Podcast with Erica Nicole Anderson. I am she. Welcome back. Or welcome back to me. <laughs> um, some of you may know and some of you may not know. I uh, was a little bit sick for a little while. I had an ear infection, a sinus infection, and bronchitis. And so I wanted to come back when I was not coughing as much and not as irritable. <laughs> and uh, so I took a little time off to heal up and to rest up and all hell has broken loose <laughs> while I was away. Uh, I have teased on my Instagram page, Hey Y'all Hey Podcast, uh, that I wanna talk about uh, Ezra Miller, the actor, and we will get into that shortly. Uh, but let's just get right into it. Why not? I There's so much to talk about, and I want to keep this podcast a little uh, positive and upbeat, but there is so much to be angry about and so much to be upset about. And frankly, I was a little sad, uh, saddened the other day when what we feared and what we thought was coming down the pipe actually happened. And uh, Roe v. Wade has been overturned. Now, I am not uh, pushing pro-choice or pro-life. Um, I think to be pro-life is to be pro-choice and vice versa. Um, I believe that uh, the government should keep their mouths <laughs> their decisions, especially the men in the government, off women's bodies, period. Uh, to be pro-choice does not mean you want to kill a bunch of babies. And those who think that, I think, miss, miss the point. Uh, pro-choice means that I have a choice to do what I want to do um, and do what's best for me. And just one quick, I'm not going to go into details about it, but a quick moment of uh, transparency. Were it not for Roe v. Wade, um, I would not have had an experience that I had, a safe experience that I had. And um, again, pro-choice does not mean you you go around killing babies. doesn't mean that. Uh, pro-choice can mean that Maybe a, a fetus was conceived uh, under duress. Maybe there was a rape. Maybe there was an abusive situation. Maybe there's a, a young lady who doesn't know what to do and needs time to make a decision. Maybe uh, the young lady's in high school and wants to live. Maybe the person's not mature enough and they know it. Maybe they're not... They don't have a means to provide for the child. 
maybe they already have too many children and don't know how to provide for the child for the children they have and one more is going to break uh the camel's back be be the straw that breaks the camel's back maybe you know it's it's just a hard decision and it's a hard enough decision as it is it's a hard enough thing to deal with morally but if you're going to tear down and overturn something that kept women safe for 50 years then or or almost 50 years it was 1973 um then let's talk about the morality let's talk let's be moral about it not let's just not say oh well have the baby and we can adopt them because that sounds like some handmaid's tale stuff right but and if i sound a little angry i am uh, so there's five things according to, uh, what website is this? It is cbsnews.com. There's five things that you need to know now that, uh, Roe v. Wade has been overturned. Number one, where is abortion still legal? Uh, the Supreme Court ruling means access to abortion will very shortly be highly uneven, and it already is in some states. States like Georgia, where I live, there's maybe one or two abortion clinics in the state. And again, just because there's an abortion clinic doesn't mean that that's what's going on. There are social workers that work at abortion clinics. There are psychologists that work at abortion clinics. And a lot of times young, young women go in those clinics and turn around and decide to have the baby. They're getting given information. They're given uh pamphlets and uh all kinds of information that they can use to make their decision final okay um so 16 states plus the district of columbia have laws that protect the right to abortion in two other states courts have ruled uh, that the state's constitution establishes that right those states are concentrated on the east and west coasts you will not find any of those states in the South. <laughs> On the other end of the spectrum, 13 states have trigger laws that uh, would quickly ban nearly all abortions. And at least half a dozen moved Friday to implement, implement those trigger laws. So these states include Arkansas, Kentucky, Missouri, and South Dakota. Four more have pre-row bans that would be uh, again, in effect. So three other states have laws in the books that will ban abortion after about six weeks of pregnancy. Now, a lot of times you don't know you're pregnant until six weeks, sometimes eight. Some people don't know until 12. There is a such thing as an irregular period. Men, sorry, uh, but there is. And so uh, because of this, access to abortion will likely evolve in other states as well. Kansas and Montana, which are among the states that have abortion rights enshrined in their constitutions, could see rollbacks in those protections through a ballot measure in Kansas and a legal challenge by Montana's attorney general. So in at least eight states, the right to abortion isn't explicitly protected or prohibited by state. Second thing you need to know, what can the Biden administration do? Well, Joe Biden 
has said his administration is looking into executive actions to counteract the impact of the ruling. In remarks after the decision that overturned Roe v. Wade, Biden said that it was a sad day and that without Roe, the health and life of women in this nation is now at risk. But in short term, without a new law from Congress, he has limited options. Okay, number three. The third thing you need to know. Uh, will people in states where abortion is illegal become, uh, I'm sorry, be able to access medication abortion? So medication abortion is like an abortion pill. It's, um, in some cases, the plan B pill, okay, which you can buy over the counter. Uh, for now, as a result, as a result of the Dobbs decision, which is the decision that overturned Roe v. Wade, I'm sorry, Roe v. Wade. I'm excited and I'm talking too fast. Uh, states that ban abortions are likely to set limitations or bans on abortion bill, abortion pills as well. But some advocates note that people in those states may still. Uh, be able to obtain abortion pills and perform a self-managed quote-unquote abortion at home, which carries some additional risk if the woman has a complication, uh, although those complications are very rare, rare, and abortion pills will still be accessible in states where abortion is allowed. The fourth thing you need to know is how will this affect doctors' ability to provide care? In many states that ban abortion, um, obstetricians, gynecologists, emergency room doctors, and any type of physician that takes care of pregnant people will likely be targeted by law and face criminal charges if they provide abortion services. This will have an affair effect on reproductive health care. Um, says Dr. Nikki Zeit, an OBGYN in Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, Tennessee's trigger law says that abortions are permissible only to prevent a death, to prevent uh, or to prevent serious risk of substantial and irreversible impairment of a bodily, of a major bodily function of the pregnant woman. So if the woman's going to be uh, permanently scarred or disfigured or, you know, uh, if there is a permanent health situation um, or if the mother is going to die. But exactly how much uh, risk there, there needs to be is not clear. Um, goes on, uh, I'm sorry, Dr. Nikki Kite goes on to say. She also said different physicians practicing at different institutions will have different interpretations of the law. <laughs> so... You know, when you have something like this and you leave it up to, to states to make the decision and people interpret the law, just as the SCOTUS did, or, or also known as the Supreme Court of the United States, um, interprets something, they interpret it Roe v. Wade differently, right? And so... Now it's going to be up to each individual physician. And what if that physician says, well, you know, hemorrhaging is 
one of those things that can make a mother, you know, it could be, it could be, have a lasting effect on the mother of the child, right? And then another doctor would say, well, no, that's not the case. We could stop the hemorrhaging somehow. So now doctors are putting themselves in danger or in risk, riskful, is riskful? <laughs> They're at risk for um, decisions that they may make interpreting the law. Okay, now here's the most important thing we need to know. Could this ruling affect more than just abortion? Absolutely. According to reproductive health experts, depending on what is determined to be an abortion, states could end up criminalizing on purpose or by accident in vitro fertilization and certain forms of birth, birth control and limiting the training and availability of doctors and other healthcare providers. Um, medically, abortion is the early termination of pregnancy by natural means or a spontaneous, I'm sorry, a spontaneous abortion or miscarriage or by human intervention with medical or a surgical procedure. So when does the pregnancy begin? It's like saying what comes first, the chicken or the egg, right? So doctors say pre pregnancy begins when a fertilized egg implants into a woman's uterus. Now, I'm talking about women and women's reproductive uh, systems right now, okay? Um, if you don't want me to talk about that, then the government needs to stop talking about it. The government men who don't have uteruses <laughs> need to stop talking about it. So here we go. Um, many anti-abortion activists say it begins when a sperm and an egg unite to form a zygote, which can happen several days earlier. Now, that earlier time frame would mean that anything that interferes with the implantation of a fertilized egg, such as an IUD, um, which is a common form of birth control, could be defined as an abortion. Similarly, in vitro fertilization, which involves removing a woman's eggs, fertilizing them, and then implanting them back into the woman, could also be construed to involve abortion unless every fertilized egg was implanted. Now, let's talk about Mr. Justice Clarence Thomas. His opinion uh, that concurred with this, the decision to overturn Roe v. Wade raised other questions. He suggested that the court could also use the same arguments in the Dobbs case to overturn other key rulings, including those that established the rights to birth control and same-sex marriage. It's not clear that the other judges agreed. Judge Justice Samuel Alito, who wrote the main opinion, said he did not believe the abortion decision affected other issues. <laughs> so, uh, in Texas, abortion after six weeks just gestation has been effectively banned since September. According to a report in the New England Journal of Medicine, the law has taken, quote, taken a toll on clinicians, 
mental health. Some physicians report feeling like worse doctors and some are leaving the state. As a result, clinicians worry that pregnant Texans are being left without proper options for care and without doctors capable of providing it. Now, we talked briefly about what Justice Clarence Thomas said uh, about taking a look at the rights to birth control and same-sex marriage. Um, I've seen several times on social media where people have said that Clarence Thomas needs to remember that not so long ago, in his lifetime, his marriage was illegal. So how far does it go? Do we start to look at uh, interracial marriages? Do we start to look at Brown versus the Board of Education? Do we start to look at uh, Plessy versus Ferguson? How far does it go? Who knows? <laughs> I'll be right back. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Honey, <laughs> they have awakened the uh, angry feminist in me. <laughs> I've been a feminist for as long as I can remember, and uh, yeah, this is this is something. This is something. So we talked a little bit in the last segment about uh, Clarence Thomas. But there is a Chief Justice, John Roberts, and let's see where he falls on this thing. So John Roberts has long piloted uh, the SCOTUS, the uh, Supreme Court of the United States, and uh, he has been in the majority on controversial uh, rulings and decisions covering religion and race and voting rights and campaign finance regulation, you name it. 
but on fundamental fundamental abortion rights and in the defining case of his generation justice roberts came up short <laughs> so in nearly half a century of uh roe v wade uh It, it, it just kind of pisses me off. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, it was uh, this Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization that overruled and overturned the president of Roe v. Wade uh, will forever be linked with Roe v. Wade. Uh, just as the 1954 Brown versus Board of Education, which uh, ended the separate but equal doctrine, uh, and Jim Crow in segregated schools has been long uh, associated with uh, Plessy versus Ferguson, uh, both of which I mentioned in the last segment. And uh, Plessy versus Ferguson um, was the 1896 decision that per permitted separate but equal to uh, accommodate black and white people. So, uh, Justice Chief Justice John Roberts, who just finished his 17th session, um, confessed a rare lack of confidence in his dissent. That's right. Conservative Chief Justice John Roberts dissented. And uh, he said both the court's opinion and the dissent display a relentless freedom from doubt on the legal issue that I cannot share. He also said, referring to the disputed Mississippi law that is at the heart of the Dobbs case, uh, quote, I am not sure, for example, that a ban on terminating a pregnancy from the moment of conception must be treated the same under the Constitution as a ban after 15 weeks. Now, I don't agree with him often, but I do agree with that. Because it takes a lot. Uh, 12 weeks or more, it takes a whole lot. Like, you're actually aborting a fetus that could possibly live outside of the mother's body at that point. So, Roberts, who has forcefully pushed for conservative outcomes on race and religion... <laughs> had tried to move more incrementally here. So he wanted to wait a little bit and he wanted to um, uphold the disputed Mississippi law that prohibits abortion after 15 weeks of pre pregnancy, but hold off on confronting Roe v. Wade. He went on to say, I would take uh, a more measured course. Uh, and he wrote this urging some judicial restraint and saying, uh, and also said, if it is not necessary to decide more to dispose of a case, then it is necessary not to decide more. So it sounds like he had a little bit of an issue uh, with this Dobbs decision. Um, but of course, there again, because this country, the United States is so conservative versus liberal, you know, it's either right wing or left. The right wing grew weary of waiting for quote another day, according to CNN.com. 
and so John Roberts' fate on losing on the losing side of Dobbs was foreshadowed last year when he heatedly dissented as the same five conservative I'm sorry, the same five conservatives who controlled in the Mississippi dispute allowed Texas to put into effect a six-week ban on abortion. And this ban is also known as SB8. He said then, in December of last year, the clear purpose and actual effect of SB8 has been to nullify this court's rulings, including Roe v. Wade. Uh, It was a sign then that the tactical and usually persuasive chief justice who himself had been critical of abortion rights was outmaneuvered by a fivesome who wanted to go further faster. We know who those people are. They're the people who lied when they said that Roe was the law of the land. Uh... Barrett, Justice Barrett, who, as far as I'm concerned, is the poster child for handmaids, but you know, whatever. Um, she dismissed Robert's negotiating power. And her appointment to uh, the court transformed what was a five to four conservative liberal, liberal court into a six to three bench where Roberts no longer holds the crucial fifth vote for either wing. As the far right showed showed in Dobbs, it does not need this particular chief justice. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about Mr. Kavanaugh, who sometimes joined Roberts in compromise, you know, to my chagrin and uh, surprise. But he stuck with the line of arguments that he tried out at oral arguments uh, that reversing rate, uh, sorry, Roe, puts the court in, quote, the position of neutrality on the abortion dilemma. So, you know, Justice John Roberts, his days may be numbered. You know, this this was kind of the, the nail in the coffin. And uh, as this article suggests, he had been you know, kind of that swing vote. A lot of times, most of the times, he went more conservative, but he was kind of a swing vote and kind of a voice of reason. And so this division in the country, conservative versus liberal, has now affected the Supreme Court. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what we're going <laughs> to... What it's going to look like this time next year, you guys. I know that... Uh, a lot of you watch Handmaid's Tale. If you haven't, it's on Hulu. And some of these things were the basis of the creation of uh, Gideon, which in the book that preceded the TV show uh, is a is kind of a separate nation, much like uh, we had during the Civil War when we had uh, the Confederacy and the rest of the United States. Um, and if you watch the show, you know what I mean. Uh, but you know, this was kind of the basis of Gideon and at the heart of it was, uh, a woman who kind of wrote the law of the land and had access to it much like Justice, uh, Coney Barrett. And, uh, it's sad. It's very sad. 
it's very sad that uh, what this does, at least on surface, is we're putting women in danger all over again. And again, I don't know a world without this protection. And again, I don't know what it could lead to. We have one of the justices suggesting that we look at things, that, that the Supreme Court look at things like, uh, as I said earlier, uh, birth control. Is that abortion now? Uh, and looking at things like same-sex marriage, which has absolutely nothing to do with <laughs> birth control and abortion, but he didn't agree with it to begin with. And so now he wants to look at it again. So when does it stop? I don't know. I guess we'll see. Be right back. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. ball of confusion these days I tell you I wasn't alive in the 1960s and I often talk to my mom about it uh it this has to be similar <laughs> like it has to be the the world is just crazy right now uh as I said at the beginning of the show at the top of the show and I keep hitting my microphone I'm sorry uh as I said at the beginning of the show um I wanted to talk about, and I've been teasing, talking about Ezra Miller. Now, if you don't know who he is, he was, uh, he's been in uh, the Fantastic Beasts movies. I don't know him from that. I haven't seen those yet. I will. I'm a nerd like that. I'll watch him. Uh, but what I have fed my nerd side is uh, The Flash. And so he, they, Ezra Miller, uh, announced earlier this year, and I think we talked about it on this podcast, uh, that uh, the pronouns to use for them is they and them. So uh, 
they have been the Flash in uh, Batman versus Superman and also uh, the Justice League movies. And I say movies because there was the theater release and then there was the Zack Snyder release, which was infinitely better. If you have four hours of time and you like that kind of thing and you have HBO Max, I can't imagine that if you like those type of movies and you have HBO Max that you haven't watched it, but if you haven't, it's still available and it is worth every second of that four hours. Uh, I watched it straight, never stopped when, when it was released. Uh, I think last year was it released anyway. Uh, so Ezra Miller, he's been in some legal, uh, he's had some legal issues. Uh, and, uh, I talked about him a little bit, uh, the legal issues M. E-M, not him. I'm trying to be respectful. Uh, and uh, when he was getting into fights in Hawaii, right? So a couple of weeks ago, uh, a mother and her 12-year-old daughter uh, traveled to a courthouse in Greenville, Massachusetts, and they were granted a temporary uh, harassment prevention order against Ezra Miller after alleging that the actor menaced their family one evening in their downstairs neighbor's home and acted inappropriately toward the non-binary youngster. Now, this news came at the heels of a number of other disturbing allegations that have surfaced against Ezra Miller who again is also non-binary. The parents of the 18-year-old environmental activist uh, Takata Iron Eyes requested that a court issued a protective order against Miller stating in court documents that the actor met Takata. I'm going to say it's like Dakota. Takota six years ago when they were, uh, when Dakota, who's also non-binary, were 12 and Miller was 23. And that, uh, Dakota says that, quote, Ezra uses violence, intimidation, threat of violence, fear, paranoia, delusions, and drugs to hold sway over Takata. Uh, the parents of Takata also accuse Miller of influencing them to come out as non-binary transgender. Uh, but it looks like Takata, Takota, um, denied the claims. And so the court has been unable to locate Miller to serve the papers uh, or have they not been able to locate them? Because now in the news, <laughs> a Hawaiian mom and her three kids are living with Ezra Miller, are living at 
Ezra Miller's uh, Vermont farm with guns easily accessible. It is, it is alleged, <laughs> allegedly. And so the father of this woman's three children has been quoted as saying, I got a bad feeling in my stomach. And uh, he is told the Rolling Stone magazine that Ezra Miller provided, uh, I'm sorry, the mother has said, has told Rolling Stone magazine that Ezra Miller has provided a quote, healing haven for both she and her children. Uh, so the claims against Ezra Miller continue to mount. <laughs> so uh, I read the report uh, on rollingstone.com and the Hawaiian father of the children says he is concern- concerned for his children who are staying with their mom on the actor's Vermont farm. So, you know, if they're looking to serve uh, the papers, he's probably, I'm sorry, they're probably there at the farm. But uh, people are claiming that there are guns and marijuana that are easily accessible to these children. Rolling Rolling Stone spoke to both the mom and dad in question, plus two sources with, quote, knowledge of the situation, And uh, Rolling Stone has kept all parties unnamed in the story. The mom, who is 25-year-old and currently living on this farm uh, with the kids, with her three kids who range in age from one to five, per Rolling Stone, told the magazine that Miller helped her get away from what she described as an abusive ex and express gratitude for having a safe environment. And again, she says that uh, this farm has been a healing haven for she and her children. Now, there was a video from April that was reviewed by Rolling Stone that showed at least eight assault weapons, rifles, rifles, handguns lying around, and... Uh, with some weapons propped up next to a pile of stuffed animals. Again, according to Rolling Stone. One source reported, uh, reportedly claimed to the out, I'm sorry, one source reportedly claimed to the outlet that 12 month old baby once got a hold of a bullet on the farm and put the bullet in its mouth. Guns are okay, though, because, you know, they just signed that bill about uh, the gun rights or whatever. Okay, so the guns are all right. Abortion, no. Guns, yes. Okay. Uh, The mother told Rolling Stone that Miller, quote, may have firearms for self-defense. How many do you need? I know that I would only need, like, one or two, depending on where I am and what I'm doing. Uh, and she went on to say that they are stored in a part of the house that the children never go in. She said, my kids are able to relax more into their healing because of the safety and nurturing Ezra has been providing for them. Now, how are videos and, and, and pictures being taken, being taken of guns being propped up against toys and stuffed animals and children, uh, toddlers putting, uh, bullets in their mouth. How is that 
keeping these firearms and ammunition away from the children. Mm. <sighs> okay, so according to Hawaii uh, court reports, I'm sorry, according to Hawaii court records obtained by Rolling Stone, the mother pursued one domestic abuse case against the father in 2021. It was terminated when both failed to make a court appearance. The father has denied all abuse allegations, and meanwhile, the father filed a domestic abuse case against the mother in April related to her taking the children out of the state per Rolling Stone. This case is still pending. <sighs> Again, no one can talk to Ezra Miller because they aren't making statements. So what does this mean for, uh, what does this mean for Ezra Miller's role as the Flash? Well, the DC, um, you know, uh, I'm sorry, DCEU, I forgot what the E is for. But their cinematic universe uh, has pretty much uh, suspended Ezra Miller. And uh, he will not be playing the the Flash going forward. There's no statement on uh, if he will... I'm sorry. There's no statement on if... I'm sorry. I'm trying to read and talk at the same time. It doesn't work, honey. Um, (laughs) But there's no statement on whether Ezra Miller, uh, the the current Flash movie that is in the can, will be released. Uh, DC and Warner Brothers has only said Ezra Miller will be dropped from future projects. So we'll see what happens. I think that's a crazy, crazy case. And uh, I think it's taken Warner Brothers a very long time to say, nah, we don't want anything to do with this crazy idiot. I don't care if he's non-binary, boy, girl, it, whatever. I don't care. They are insane. They are acting like uh, Charles Manson. No one wants that in entertainment right now. Like, Charles Manson was an entertainer. Like, he was a wannabe entertainer. Ezra Miller is a whole actor, has been in stuff that people actually watch. I never wanted them to be The Flash. I've always wanted Grant Gustin, who was already The Flash on CW, to play The Flash. And now we got this craziness. Come on, Ezra. Come on. Get it together. Stop harassing people. Stop making people come out. Nobody made you come out. You came out on your own. You announced on your own that you were non-binary. Let other people do that, especially children. Stop being harassing. Stop forcing people to do things and put your guns away. A 12-month-old child does not need to have a gun in its presence, does not need to be able to put... Toddlers put things in their mouths. Why do you have ammunition loose and about your property that you have three children from one to five living on? That doesn't sound like a safe haven to me, and it sounds like this 25-year-old mother needs some help too. That's that on that. That's all I have to say about that. I'll be back.
course, that is Billie Jean, the late, great Michael Joseph Jackson. This weekend, we uh, observed the 13th anniversary of his passing, which was June 25th, 2009. And uh, I often think what he would say about the state of the world right now. I often think if you watch um, This Is It, he does talk about uh, global warming and how we need to start take we needed to have start ta- started taking care of the earth better, taking be- better care of the earth rather uh, in 20, 2009. And uh, I always think about the fact that he said, we have about three years before it's irreversible, and that was 2009, 13 years ago. So he is missed. Uh, his voice is missed in this world, his presence. And uh, yeah, if you know me, you know I, talk, I talked about him more on the Pray, Love, Grow podcast. Um, but I am and will always be a huge Michael Jackson fan. My mom says I was a fan of his when I was two and a half years old. And I was telling her yesterday, we were uh, riding down the street. As I record this, it is uh, Sunday, June 26th. But I was telling her we were running errands yesterday. And uh, I was, of course, playing Michael Jackson music. And I told her when Ben came on, I told her I remembered her uh, waking me up uh, when the movie Willard played on TV because the song Ben was uh, Academy Award nominated from that movie, Willard. It's the one about the rats. And uh, when he, when the song came on, the song actually airs during the ending credits. And uh, I remember my mom, I remember seeing the beginning of the movie and then my mom waking me up so that I could hear the song Ben. So, Mom, if you're listening, I want to thank you again publicly for, you know, encouraging me to be a fan of Michael Jackson. (laughs) So, uh, with that said, I want to talk about the things that I'm watching. I like to close every episode uh, with a little bit of entertainment. And uh, since we're already... 40 plus minutes in. I just want to talk a little bit about the stuff that I'm watching and the things that I'm going to watch and maybe we'll discuss at a later, uh, on a later episode, maybe next week. And uh, one of the things that I'm watching is, uh, or I just finished watching streaming on Netflix is The Umbrella Academy. Uh, season three just uh, was just upla- uploaded on uh, Netflix If you haven't seen it, it's based on a graphic novel about a family of, uh, adopted family of superheroes, but not the kind that you would expect. So not like the big comic book, you know, uh, kind of uh, uh, superheroes. If you want that, Superman versus Lois on CW is amazing. But uh, the Umbrella Academy, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's full of, you know, there's a talking chimp. There is, there are, you know, weird superpowers. There's uh, villains, of course. And there's these seven siblings who save the world not once, but three times. So uh, check it out. 
if you like that kind of thing. Also, if you're a nerd and like science fiction, For All Mankind on Apple TV+. Plus. What can I say? I love the selections and the, the chances and the risks that Apple TV Plus takes. It is well worth whatever the subscription the cost of the subscription is. Um, I get it as a part of the Apple One service on uh, on Apple. Um, uh, it includes a family service, the streaming of Apple TV and the Apple Fitness Plus for myself and any family members that I add to the plan. But it is worth it. It is worth it. The programming is superb for all mankind. Is I may have spoken about it uh, briefly on this podcast, but all, for all mankind is a space TV show. It's about NASA. It's a revision or reimagined history, and so in this version of history, the United States were not the first to get to the moon. It was Russia. And uh, in this particular version, um, women were trained in the late 60s, early 70s to be astronauts. They piloted and commanded uh, an entire female mission. Um, And in the new season, which is season three, they are trying to get to Mars. They've already colonized uh, the moon. The moon is colonized by both America and Russia. And so there's a race to get to Mars first and colonize it. So if you like that kind of thing for all mankind on Apple TV Plus, speaking of Apple TV Plus, congratulations to Swagger, which has been uh, renewed for season two. It took them long enough. Uh, But season one, I talked about every episode (laughs) and uh, I really enjoyed it and so season two is on the way Um, speaking of uh, science fiction if you're a Trekkie like I am Star Trek Strange New Worlds is fantastic if you know the history of the USS Enterprise you know that uh, Captain James T. Kirk took the place of uh, Captain Christopher Pike and Strange New Worlds is uh, about the adventures of uh, the Captain Pike-led USS Enterprise. James Kirk uh, did make an appearance in one of the early episodes as a lieutenant. And uh, Lieutenant Aurora is a cadet in this particular uh, series and so it's really really good it's w- very well done it's probably my favorite of all the Star Trek shows that's on Paramount Plus which is funny to say because Discovery was my favorite or Discover and uh, so now it's not Alexa is interrupting me <laughs> I'll just let her talk um Also, The Boys. The Boys is also kind of an anti-superhero kind of superhero show. It's on uh, Prime Video. And it's really good. It's very gory. But if you haven't seen it and you like that kind of... It's, it's, again, not like your Superman, not like your traditional superheroes. It's a team of superheroes. And it's a business. 
And so everything's about PR and, you know, but it's very, very gory. There are, of course, villains and it's really good. I enjoy it. I finished uh, the first half of season four of Stranger Things and I'm looking forward to the second half, which is coming out uh, in a few weeks. As is the new Thor Love and Thunder. It's coming out in theaters. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Miss Marvel is on uh, Disney Plus. So it's, you know, everything is canon if you're an MCU fan. So Miss Marvel there is setting up uh, the Marvels, which will be a movie coming out, I think, next year. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Also coming up soon is uh, What We Do in the Shadows, which is the vampire show. Uh, it, a lot of people are familiar with the movie. The movie was really, really good and funny, but it's a mock documentary kind of show. And it's kind of like in the vein of The Office, but it's about vampires. And it's very funny. Uh, I think season four is coming up. Uh, in a couple of weeks, I think on the 7th of July. Uh, let's see. One of my absolute favorite shows, The Shy, just came back. Um, I saw it on Friday night, but I think it's going to return again tonight, which is Sunday. And, of course, it's about Chicago. <laughs> it's not chai. It's shy like Chicago. Um, and uh, it's a fantastic show. Like I said, it's back. Uh, I think this is season four. Really good show. I'm watching that. Um, and then I'm going to be checking out Loot on, I think that's on uh, Prime Video as well. No, it's either Prime Video or Apple TV Plus. When I start watching it, I'll let you know. It stars Will, uh, Maya Rudolph, who I adore. And uh, she's hilarious. And so I'll be watching that soon. I've heard good things about it. And there's a show, a documentary called The Janes. And it's very apropos that we watch that now because it's about all the Jane, Doe, Jane Does who kind of paved the way for Roe v. Wade. And so I'll be paying tribute to Roe v. Wade as... Uh, I watched this, this documentary. So that's some of the things that I'm watching right now. I watch way too much TV, but I watch stuff so you can either watch it or not. <laughs> Everything I talk about has been really, really good. And so I suggest it. Uh, but, you know, I will start bringing up some of the things that aren't worth your time. <laughs> and I plan on making... Um, uh, more of an effort of doing more entertainment <laughs> in this podcast because it's just more fun. I don't like talking about hard stuff all the time. Um, and the beginning of this episode was really hard, but it's okay. It's all right. It's going to be okay. And we'll get through this just like we did the first time, just like our parents did. And uh, on that note... I'm going to go watch some TV. <laughs> Let us be ever mindful of the thoughts and needs of others. Be kind to people. Be kind. You never know what people are going through. Go home and watch something good on TV and let me know about it. <laughs> but until next time, I am back. I am not taking any more breaks. My mother has a birthday coming up. 
and I am going to record another episode this week so that I don't interfere with the celebration of her. And uh, yeah, I'll let you know about some other stuff after that goes on because it's going to be a blast. She's turning 75, and so I'm really happy about that. But anyway, I'm back. I'm feeling better and no more breaks for a while. (laughs) So thank you for listening so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for sticking with me and for hanging out. I appreciate it all. Thanks for the comments on Instagram. I appreciate that. And yeah, find me there. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know what you're watching. Let me know how you feel about Roe v. Wade being uh, overturned. Let me know what you think about Ezra Miller and their crazy self, honey. (laughs) Until next time, take care of yourself. I'll talk to you soon.